To follow Christ is to bring God into all aspects of our life. No issue is too small or great that the Lord can't minister to you in it. And sometimes we leave God out of things, you know, mm -hmm. and um, might go to church on Sunday or listen to a broadcast and the rest of the week you're somewhere else. But it's every day with Jesus, every day walking with God and being near to him and listening to his voice and following him. Welcome to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. We're so happy to have you tuning in. Today we're talking about how to follow Christ. The Bible says that whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. Today, Pastor Scott is joined with daughter Corey and our dear friend Maggie. Hello world. Hello USA. I'm Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church and Lighthouse Ministries. Welcome to our live broadcast heard around the world and viewed around the world. Praise God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who forgives all of your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Say this with me, would you? Every day I get closer to the Lord. He gets closer to me. And I receive more his power and presence. Praise God. Now today I want to talk about how to follow Christ, a very important topic. I think you're going to be blessed. But first, Corey, yep. or it's going to be Maggie. It's me. It's Corey has a few things to share with you. <laughs> well, good morning, everybody, everybody in the U.S. and across the world to all of our friends that are tuning in this morning. Um, just, I just want to keep reminding you, I know we do it, remind you every time, but um, you have got to download our app, which is our LN Lighthouse app. It um, references all of our giving, how you can give to our ministry and support our ministry, which is really important. And we, every dollar counts towards our ministry and making this broadcast go live across the world. So um, <clears throat> download that app. Yeah, you can also sure. get all of our latest podcasts. Those are up to date and current. Those are the audio broadcasts. Those are the audio broadcasts. You can have links to um, our, our website, which shows you about Lighthouse. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us there. It has all of our contact information, so I can't encourage you enough to download that app um, through your Google Play Store or the Apple Store, and it's LN Lighthouse and a little blue lighthouse pops up. That's us, so download it, and then you'll have all your information right there. So Very good. With that. And why don't, why don't you think about making a donation to our ministry? We've been ministering now uh, over this broadcast for over a year mm -hmm. and uh, around the world. Um, it might be a good time to really make a donation and sow into this ministry. Praise God. If you've received from the Lord. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. It was like sunny here a minute ago, and then it's like these clouds came in, and the wind came up a little bit. So it chilled down a little bit. But, uh, you know, we're in Southern California, and so we're approaching the summer months, um, and that's exciting. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, oh, yes. Piggybacking yes. Off, um, donations. Think about it this way. If you go buy Starbucks, you spend $5 on a coffee, That's no right. big deal. How about you maybe make coffee one day at home and mm -hmm. donate five bucks? I like that. Very Even good. if it's a dollar, but just to Can put we it go in over the, 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 the venue that they write to uh, for PayPal and for uh, 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 Venmo? Yeah, you can, you can find that information just linked in the app if you have it, but if you don't, oh. We are on Venmo, and you can just actually search um, LN, LN Lighthouse, Lighthouse, and that's for our U.S. Yes. Um, listeners and followers, because Venmo is a, a U.S. app only. And then for our international um, followers and, and viewers, we use PayPal, and that is uh, also linked in our um, in our app and also on our website. And what is the address? Do you know what that is for the PayPal? 
That website is paypal.me slash lnlighthouse. All right, well, we're, we're glad you guys are on. We love you and bless you in the name of the Lord. Praise God. Let's take our Bibles and hold them up. And uh, by the way, I know you just say Joel Osteen does this, but I was doing it before <laughs> Joel Osteen was doing it. So, uh, and God bless you, Joel Osteen. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's say this together. This is my Bible. This is my Bible. It was written for me. It was written for me. I am what it says I am. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I have what it says I have. I can do it. What it says I can do. I can do what it says I Today can do. Today my mind is alert. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My heart is receptive. The spirit of faith and victory is rising up, rising up in me. The spirit of faith and victory is rising up in me. I'm growing in favor with God and with men. I'm growing in favor with God and with men. The power of the word is changing my life. The power of the word is changing my life. I will never be the same. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. We Amen. have believed, therefore we speak. Praise God. Okay, uh, Philippians 3.12. Yep. Not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Amen. Praise God. That's the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and praise you for this broadcast. We thank you for every listener, every viewer. Lord, that power would come upon them now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would strengthen their walk in Christ, that they'd be drawn close to you, Lord. Anoint this broadcast, we pray, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Today I want to talk about 17 ways to follow Christ. So it'll be interesting. I don't know if I've ever preached on this before. To follow from the dictionary definition means to walk behind someone or something. So when we're following Christ, we're walking behind him. Mm -hmm. Where he goes, we go. go. Right? And what he does, We we do. Praise God. All right. The first one, to follow Christ means you must individually accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And we always give an opportunity at the end of the broadcast for those of you that don't know Christ to come to the Lord. And you know my, maybe you don't know, but if you don't know, I'll tell you, my uh, testimony, I came to Jesus Christ in Palm Springs, California, age 14, many years ago, on a balmy night. And there I walked into this makeshift coffee house and I heard the four spiritual laws explained to me, Campus Crusade for Christ, Bill Bright's ministry. And uh, I cried on the Lord, called out to the Lord, confessed my sins. Uh, There were many tears, but Christ came into my life. And there were two things that I knew right off the bat. Number one, I felt like I'm a new person. Therefore, if any person be in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things are brand new. I knew I was new. Hallelujah. And then I also felt like I'd been washed on the inside. And the cleansing blood of Jesus washed me clean. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, you must be born again. That, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. And uh, you must have a spiritual birth to come into the kingdom of God. Praise God. And you do that through the power of prayer. Amen. And just asking. Agree that Jesus is God and that he died for your sins. Jesus said, repent and believe in the gospel. That was his first message in the book of Mark. Praise God. Very simple, but powerful. Jesus loves you and wants to have an eternal and personal, intimate relationship with you. And maybe, you're, maybe you know the Lord, but you've kind of slipped away from him. And he wants to come near to you once again, if you'll draw near to him. Accept Jesus Christ and experience his comforting presence, power, wisdom, and guidance. Hallelujah. Today, you can open your heart and soul to him and become a new creature in Christ, just as I did. To follow Christ is to love God with all your heart. And this is the first and greatest commandment. Let's look at Mark 12, 30. And you shall love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Amen. God comes first in everything. And uh, we're to love him first and foremost. Praise God. But to love God is a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an experience that's hard to describe. 
And uh, it's nothing we have to be threatened or fear, fear, but we receive the full love of God, the agape love of God in our hearts. Number two, to follow Christ is to love and care for people. Sadly, Jesus in the last days, the love of many people's hearts would grow cold. And we see that in our culture today, that so many people are hard-hearted and they're not sensitive to the needs and cares of others. But as believers, that's what we're called to do, to minister one to another, amen, and to love one another. So let's read the second part of this, Mark okay. twelve thirty one. And the second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment great, greater than these. Wow. Jesus said, by this, all men will know you're my disciples by your love for one another. That's the greatest testimony and witness for Christ. And the single greatest way to spread Christianity is to show your love one to another. Mm-hmm. And certainly Jesus did that for us. Number three, to follow Christ is to love yourself. Now that's an interesting thought. Some people think, oh, well, as a Christian, I'm not supposed to love myself. No, Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so it's important to love yourself. To love yourself is to respect yourself and maintain a good self-esteem. I remember years ago, I suffered some things as a child, and uh, my self-esteem was damaged. And I got a word from a man of God, and he said, God's going to heal that inside of you and give you a good self-esteem and make you feel good about yourself. Because, see, when we love ourselves, then we can love others. There are a lot of people that hate themselves, and, and so th- thus they can't really love anybody else until they embrace the love of God and then able to love themselves. Um, you can't pour from an empty cup, so That's you need right. to fill your, your own cup yourself before you can give unto others. Right. And so too many Christians don't love themselves, and they kind of put themselves at the bottom of the list and think that's somehow spiritual. But that's not spirituality. You have to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And Jesus taught this. When you love yourself, it's so much easier to love others and the Lord. Amen. I wonder how many people would turn to Christ if they saw Christians treating themselves better and therefore showing love to others better. Number four, to follow Christ is to pray. Hallelujah. And spend time in his presence. Prayer is one of the most blessed things you can do as a Christian. Prayer is just conversation with God. You speak to him, he speaks to you. But you have to be listening to that still small voice. Praise God. Prayer is a chance to spend time with God and receive from him. Prayer is asking and prayer is receiving. Hallelujah. Number five, to follow Christ is to receive the word of God on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Matthew 4.4. 4. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we don't just live on in and out burger, <laughs> but we live on the word of God and receive the word of God. Number five, to follow Christ is to receive, oh, I just mentioned that. <laughs> There's a big difference between knowing about Jesus and personally knowing him. Did you get that? Yes. You can know about God. You can have an intellectual understanding of God. Some people know the Bible well, but they don't personally know him or not very intimately. And uh, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, back in, I believe that was like 82, um, 1982, somewhere around there, um, my whole relationship with the Lord changed because To me, God at the time, I I was a Christian, but it seemed like he existed somewhere out there in the universe, and I didn't have personal contact with him. Uh, Then when I was filled with the Holy Spirit, God came down right to me, and he's formed a habitation with me, and he's dwelled with me ever since in in his manifest presence that I can feel, and uh, what a big difference that is. Praise God. I remember when I was called to Christ, uh, the Holy Spirit was moving on me, and um, it kind of scared me because I... I'd always believed in God. Most people say they believe in God, but not everybody's received Jesus. And during the time of the 60s, when the Jesus movement was happening in Southern California, across the nation, really, 
and all these young people called, quote, hippies, uh, were coming into the kingdom of God. Uh, they, they're, they were looking for answers in all the wrong places, right? Love, dope, and sex, and whatever. And uh, what they really needed was a relationship with the Lord, and they came in. And what a mighty move of God that was back in the 60s. Now we're going to see another greater move than that coming very soon. A greater move of power and ministry and miracles and signs and wonders. Praise God for that. But I didn't understand this personal relationship with Jesus, and it kind of scared me when people talked about that because I didn't write, really understand what that meant. And, uh, but then when I came to the Lord, I understood what it meant. <laughs> and I understand that it's, it's a near and close and very personal, intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus. Number six, to follow Christ is to bring God into all aspects of our life. No issue is too small or great that the Lord can't minister to you in it. And sometimes we leave God out of things, you know, mm -hmm. and um, might go to church on Sunday or listen to a broadcast and the rest of the week you're somewhere else. But it's every day with Jesus, every day walking with God and being near to him and listening to his voice and following him. Number seven, to follow Jesus Christ, you need to trust God with all your heart and follow his path of life. In difficult and hard circumstances, tough times, you can ask for the pathway for deliverance and rescue. Let's look at Proverbs 3, 4, yeah. and 5. Yeah. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean, on, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct you. I love that scripture. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths or steps. As Christians, we need to consciously surrender to his plans and purposes for us. And that's, sometimes that's hard for people to surrender to God's will. Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. But he did say, if it was possible, let this cup pass from me. But he still did the will of God and went to the death of his death on the cross. Praise God. I remember uh, the Wales revival of 1905. Uh, Evan Roberts um, was called to lead this mighty move of God. And the prayer he was praying before this outbreak, outbreak of the Spirit came, this outpouring, bend me, Lord. Bend me, Lord, bend me. And he realized that he had to bend his will to God's will. And uh, after that uh, personal relationship that he had and developed with the Lord and that experience, uh, out came the outpouring and God began to use it. Sometimes we have to be bent before the Lord can use us. God's plans and purposes are always good and positive. Know that. So you don't have to fear the will of God because he has good plans for you. Amen. The Bible says God daily loads us with his benefits. Praise God. Number eight, to follow Christ is to rely on the Holy Spirit for his wisdom and his power. Acts 1.8, you should receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the remotest parts of the world. Let's look at 1 John 2.27, because the Bible teaches the Holy Spirit, he's our friend, and he's our teacher, and he's our guide. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and is just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. See, if you're a true believer, all Christians uh, bear witness with the Holy Spirit, because the Spirit dwells within us. And um, we all are in agreement, amen, or we should be, because we're all listening to the same Spirit, amen, and he's our teacher. He uses pastors and preachers, apostles and prophets and evangelists, but he is the main teacher, the Holy Spirit himself. He's always powerful, present, and advocating for us. He's, he's our great lawyer in heaven, but actually he's on earth. He's the paraclete, that's the Greek word, the one who goes along beside us. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And um, 
you know, we've been watching the, the series Chosen. The, the chosen. And so just okay. to see the way, you know, the disciples would walk near and next to Jesus, right? Uh, just a, a beautiful uh, expression of the Christian life. Praise God. One of the best ways to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit is become more aware of Him and His presence in your life. You know, when we worship, we feel His presence. And uh, to feel God's presence is so amazing. Paul said that we might feel Him, <laughs> that we might experience Him in our lives. And uh, the more you grow in Christ and the closer you get to Him, the more you'll feel His presence and power in your life. And I told you, God, when He filled me with the Holy Spirit, He put His power in my hands. And the Bible says God did mighty miracles and signs and wonders through the hands of the apostles. The Bible says God hides his power in his hands. Now God doesn't have hands like we have hands. It's an anthropomorphic term, but it means symbolically that God's power is in his hands and the hands are an extension of his power. And so Jesus in his ministry so many times would lay hands on the sick and virtue or power would be released from his body into the sick and would drive out demons and heal those that were diseased, praise God. And the apostles did the same thing. Amen. Now, with the Holy Spirit, as you become more of aware of him in your, aware of him in your life, uh, there'll be an inner witness inside you. There'll be a sense of when you know something is right, and it'll be kind of a velvety feeling like, ooh, that feels right. And then when something's not right or seems wrong, you'll have a, a kind of a negative or bad feeling. And that's the Holy Spirit inside you leading you and guiding you. So it's, it's not always just words, it's a sense and you follow that intuition of the Holy Spirit in your life. Praise the Lord. Number nine, to follow Christ is to go to church. Whoa, that's a, that's a big one. Where are you all? <laughs> you know, I heard in this pandemic that a lot of people have stopped going to church. That's really sad. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't have anything keep us from the love of God and uh, coming together as the body of Christ. So if you're one of those people that have dropped out of church, you ought to come back, you know? <laughs> you need it. Let's he look at Hebrews 10, 24, 25. And let us consider how, may, how we may spur one another toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Amen. And all the more as you see the day approaching. That's why I like meeting out here in the backyard, because, uh, you know, uh, fresh air, you know, we're not exposed to anything. We're out here. Space. Space. Mm -hmm. um, it's beautiful. And it's funny, not funny, it's, it's amazing. The Holy Spirit always shows up, <laughs> even outside in a backyard church. <laughs> Praise God. Christians need one another. We really do. We don't realize that sometimes, but we do. There's nothing quite as inspiring as gathering together to worship the Lord. Amen? And when we come together corporately, uh, there's stronger power and presence as the body comes together. Jesus said, where two or three gather in my name, I would be in the midst and he's in our midst. Praise God. He's faithful. There's nothing quite like gathering and being inspired to worship together, to form a community that does life together. That's what the early church did. They, they met from house to house on a daily basis, and it was so important for them. So the church really isn't a building. It's a community of people. Amen? You are, we are part of the body of Christ. Number 10, to follow Christ is to be a fisher of men. All right. Remember when he called Peter? He said, I've called you, Peter, to be a fisher of men. They were fishermen, and they fished for fish. <laughs> but now they're going to fish for men and women and children. Praise God. One of our goals in life is to see the unconverted come to the Lord. And that ought to be, as a Christian, that ought to be one of your greatest desires. And uh, that's what we're doing on this broadcast. We are reaching thousands, millions of people 
with the gospel of Jesus Christ because we love people, we care about them, and we want them to come to the Lord. And we want them to be built up in the things of God. Praise God. Let's look at Matthew 4.19. Then Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Amen. That's what I want to be, a fisher of men. Number 11, to follow Christ is to be focused upon him and make him the priority of your life. Matthew 6.33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Amen. I have a digital clock, and sometimes I'll uh, wake up in the night, and I'll, I'll look at the clock, and um, it, it, so I'll see that 633, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And um, God can speak to us in all different ways and forms, but you need to meditate the word of God and have the word of God in your heart. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, Jesus said, ask whatever you will, and it'll be done. Whatever you will, but the word must abide in you, and you must abide in him. Praise God. Number 12, well, we're moving right along. <laughs> to follow Christ is to hear his voice and obey him. John 10, 4. And when he, brings you, when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Amen. See, if you're a true believer, you know the voice of the Lord. You know his voice. And uh, he knows your voice. Praise God. And we follow him. 13, to follow Christ is to go where he takes you. You know, you never know where he might take you, but you need to follow him wherever he goes. And that's the goal. Let's look at uh, Hebrews 11, 6 and 8. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Without faith, it's what? Impossible. Impossible to please God. And faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Okay, Maggie, mm-hmm. go ahead. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Wow, praise God. And did we do eight? Not yet. Okay. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. <laughs> How do you like that? He, he, he went where he knew, knew not where he was going. And a lot of times when we live the life of faith, we don't know where we're going always, right? But we know it's a good place, and we're going to end up in a good place. Praise God. Faith brings victory. Amen. And Abraham obeyed God and went, you know. If he hadn't gone, he would have not done the will of God. He would have not experienced the blessing of God. And uh, he is the father of our faith, and we're to walk in the steps of the faith of Abraham. Praise God. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. You know, and there's incredible anointing right now. I can feel it. There's just power right here. And um, I, I know it's going out through this broadcast. I hope you're receiving it. Amen? And if you're sick in body, receive healing right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive by his stripes we're healed. Receive that healing power right now in Jesus' name. One day I'm going to bring Oliver on the broadcast, you know, uh, when he comes back to America. And uh, you guys, will, I'm gonna, you'll want to see who this Oliver is. <laughs> and uh, no, we'll bring him on. It'll be great. Number 14, to know Christ is to deny yourself and your selfish desires. Now, that's a hard one because a lot of times we, we live selfish lives, don't we? We want to please ourselves. But Jesus said, if any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. But you know what? And when you do that, you live a blessed life. You, you live a satisfied, a meaningful, a purposeful, and blessed life. Let's look at Matthew 16, 24. I may have just quoted it. Well, quoted it. well read it again. If anyone, and then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Amen. Right. Praise God. You know, and a cross is something to die on. So we die to ourselves, but we live unto him. Praise God. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Say this with me together. We live by the faith of the Son of God. We live by the faith of the Son of God. And faith is a gift. Hallelujah. 
And when you receive Christ, you receive the gift of faith. And faith moves mountains yes. and obstacles in our lives. Hallelujah. Now, this doesn't mean when you deny yourself, take up your cross, that you give up on your dreams and, and uh, uh, visions that God gives you. You take action on those is what you do by faith. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then they're to be uh, coming to fruition. Hallelujah. Number 15, to follow Christ is to serve him. And God said he will honor us. God said, I'll honor those who honor me mm-hmm. and I'll bless those who bless me. So let's look at John 12, 26. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant will also be. Amen. My father will honor the one who serves me. That's right. He'll honor us. Uh, serving Christ is a blessing. It's an honor. Uh, Moses was called the servant of the Lord because he's faithfully served the Lord. And we're called to serve him as well. Number 16, to follow Christ is to find purpose in life, attached with vision and dreams. Jeremiah 29, 11. Yep, one of my favorite verses. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Amen, to give you a future and a hope. And now we're at number 17, the 17 ways to follow Christ. <laughs> to follow Christ is to experience the greatest joy on earth. Amen. John 10, 10, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it to the fullest extent. Let's pray. Lord, we thank and praise you for the word. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now we cast the net out, Lord, for those that are listening and viewing and have never come to Christ. You've never received Christ. Today is your day. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says. All you have to do is pray a prayer, repent from your sins, and turn to God. And he'll come into your life and make you a new creature in him. Pray this prayer if that's you. God's speaking to you by the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Come into my heart. Forgive me for my sins and iniquities. Cleanse me now by your blood, Lord. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior and as my coming King. I worship you and bless you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name I pray. And for those of you that are believers and you've slipped away from God, you're not going to church anymore, not reading your Bible, you're not walking with God, the Holy Spirit's calling you back and you can come back today. Just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I want to be close to you again. I want to love you like I used to. I want to walk with you like I used to. I want to follow you like I used to. But I can repent now and come back to you and you'll receive me. I ask you now, Lord, to come near to me as I come near to you. In your precious name I pray. Amen. All right. Praise God. Let's all follow Christ together and find new meaning and purpose for our lives. There's no greater joy and excitement in life than to follow Christ. Well, I'll see you this week on my mini broadcast. I hope you're watching those. And um, it's a shorter version of this, right? And blessings to you. We love you. Thank you for listening to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Tune in live every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook and Instagram. Blessings and see you next week.